that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the Lord. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Amen. Please be seated. And I'm so, we're so glad to have you if you're visiting today with us. I just want to share a brief message uh, with several scriptures. <laughs> a brief, brief message with several scriptures don't go well. <laughs> but the message today is dare to ask. Dare to ask God. Today is Palm Sunday. And please recall, just put in your mind, that this Palm Sunday was the beginning of the last week God spent on this earth as a man. The beginning of the last week, the last seven days before going to the cross, and uh, he never lived with us again like he lived. And it was an eventful week. Life as usual was for him and everybody. He was a man. Life has its turns and twists with events, ups and downs, which we all go through. But when you know you have God, things are a little different. It tells us that Jesus actually, he was in Galilee he was going to Jerusalem. He had his mind made up. Finally to die for mankind. But the beginning of the week was really great. If you read in Matthew chapter 21, and I'm going to read from verse 7 through 11. It says, they brought, that's the disciples, they brought the donkey and the coat, laid their clothes on them, and set him and set him on them. And a very great multitude, not just few people, a very great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the, uh, on the road. Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the highest. That's what they were saying. Uh, and when he had come to, into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? So the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth of Galilee. Think about it. I think for the mission for which Jesus came, this was a special day for him. I'm sure he was truly, truly glad. The people couldn't help themselves. Jesus had been in Jerusalem two other times for those three years of ministry and administered in Jerusalem. But this was the last one. And the people were responding. A great multitude. I mean, they couldn't wait to put their clothes on, on, the, on the ground for Jesus to ride over 
They were excited. Those in front and those behind. They were worshipping him and worshipping God. I'm sure heaven was pleased. As God the Father looked down on earth, that was a happy day for the Father in heaven. Mankind was responding very well. And after this, Jesus went into the, te- the temple and cleansed the temple. Drove the money changers out and everything. And then if you go to verse 14, it says, Then the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. So they came into the temple to meet with him after he's done everything. Cleansing the temple, getting the money changers out. They brought the blind and the lame, and they were being healed. Now, the response was a little unusual. But when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and they were not happy, and the children crying out in the temple and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant and said to him, Do you hear what these are saying? And Jesus said to them, Yes. Have you never read out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, God, you have perfected praise? Let me show you something. I've read the scriptures over and over. I never knew what Jesus meant. Notice when he was coming into Jerusalem, Everyone, the men, women, grown-ups, children, all of them were praising him. But they were quiet in the temple. But the kids would stop. The children would not stop. Amen. The children, God perfected praise through children. May our children praise him forever. Amen. And you all children of God, may you praise Him. And when you praise Him, you perfect praise. They were hoping Jesus would stop them, but the children were excited. They saw the miracles. The adults won't say anything about it. They were excited. They were praising Him right in the temple. And the chief priests and the pastors were, be quiet, let's be dignified. Jesus said, oh, absolutely not. Let's praise Him. Praise awaits you in the house of God. Let's praise Him. It's a good thing to praise Him. This was a happy day for the Lord Jesus in my mind to see how the people responded. But it was also a very sad day for Him. If you read in Luke chapter 19, it tells us they were coming, but when they got too close to Jerusalem to the city, they started this celebration outside the city. But when they got close to the city, things changed for Jesus. I'm sure he was happy watching the disciples, the multitudes, I mean, a great multitude. Amen. Worshipping him. They were shouting, he was crying. He says, now as he drew near He saw the city and wept over it. Wept is different to weep. is different from crying. Crying, you just, tears coming, right? Weeping, 
There's a lot of noise and a lot of pain. Jesus was really pained by what he was saying, what he was saying. And yet the people were still praising him. Yet he's, he's out of it. And he's in a different world, looking at the world, looking at your life and my life, pained by what he was saying. Even in a very beautiful day where he was being celebrated by all, he was pained by it. He wept over the city. I mean, probably they're still present and he's weeping. If you were close and you can see him, the ones who saying, what's going on? But those are us without there so far away because great multitude, they didn't know what was going on. They were still praising God. But God himself was weeping. God was weeping. And Jesus wept and he said, if you had known If you had known, even you, and God speaking to you this morning, you, before God this morning, you, if you had known, it's just you didn't know, if you had known, especially in this, your day, this day is your day, with God. And I pray that you get to know that God has called this very day your day. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with your day? God created the day, but he called it your day. And if you're sitting here this morning, God saying to you, today is your day. If you had known... Especially in this day, in this your day, the things that make for your peace. If you had known the things in this your day, the things that make for your peace. Let me ask you, and believe me, before I came this morning, I knew God was going to be here. I was no doubt about it. And I'm going to say also, this is eternal word. God speaking to you this morning. And today is your day. And I pray that God will open your eyes to see what will make for your peace. What do you need from God? The greatest thing that will make for your peace is to recognize who the Savior is. That's eternal life. Eternal life is the life of God that never dies. Eternal life brings prosperity and peace. The scripture calls it shalom. That means everything is well. There will be trouble, but all is well. The problems of life cannot defeat the peace of God in your life. Never. If you will know, is to know him and to bring him into your life. You know, I read in, in uh, Deuteronomy, and God was so passionate. He says, I want to live among my people. They are filthy people, but I'm going to endure it. Just keep them away a little bit, but let, build a tabernacle, and I'll stay there with my people. You see, God still wants to live with you today. 
He wants to live inside. He knows you're not perfect, but he's saying, build me a house so I can live with you. Be your God and be your Savior. How could you live a life on earth godless with no God over your life? I need God and you need God. You make the decision today. That's what's going to make for your peace. How many days do you have to live on earth? How many days? Eternity is coming. Make your decision today. It is your day. And to make the best decision is to embrace the Savior. You know, many of us have accepted Christ, but we're not living for Him. That's what makes for your peace. Get involved. Be a part of the kingdom. Another message that God's showing, giving to me, believe me, Jesus talked more about the kingdom than the church. It was all about the kingdom. You have to be known in the kingdom. You have to be a part of the kingdom. You have your role to play in the kingdom. What makes for your peace? This was an unusual week. I may not get through the message real quick. My wife had said earlier, the scripture that Jesus gave to us, uh, Matthew 7, 7 and 8, he said, ask. If your eyes are open to what's good for your life, for your peace, what makes for your peace? Ask. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek, you'll find. Knock, the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. For everyone who asks, receives. He didn't say everyone who is a pastor who asks. No. He didn't say everyone who is a good person has. No. Everyone who asks, receives. That's coming from God. All you have to do is ask. Dare to ask in faith what will make for your peace in this your day. It's your day. So after the service today, I want you to come, whatever it is that's bothering you, that you think if it's taken out of the way, if this problem is solved, I will have great peace. But the first thing, make sure Jesus is in it. And you come here today and tell God, and I'm going to say, as a servant of God, because I believe I'm his servant, what you ask today, God's going to give to you. I'm very confident of that. What you ask today, because Jesus cannot lie. What you ask today, believe me, the scripture says, it is your day. What you ask in your day, he wept over it. He said, if you ask, you're going to receive. You saw Jesus spent a lot of time in that week teaching his disciples all kinds of things. But then he started talking to them about asking. In Matthew, I mean in John chapter 14, verse 13, it says, And whatever you ask, everybody say with me, whatever. Whatever means whatever. Don't define it anywhere. Whatever means whatever. Whatever is going to make you happy. Whatever is going to bring you peace. Jesus said, whatever you ask, 
whatever you ask in my name. How many know who, what his name is? His name is what? Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. No condition. Whatever you ask in this your day, Jesus said, I'll do it. Dare to ask today before God. And I know he's here. This is not a game. I am very sure God's right here. Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. Why? That the Father may be glorified in the Son. You ask in the name of the Son, God does it to glorify His Son. And Jesus concluded, if you ask anything, He goes back again to it. If it's conditional, whether you're willing to do it or not. Right? If you ask anything, then He says, I will do it. Do you really believe that? Well, if you believe that today, you are going to ask with boldness. If you really believe that Jesus cannot lie, then come out this morning, tell God, I believe what you said. You had no condition there. If I've done something wrong, forgive me, but I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask because you said everyone that asks, receives. Everyone that asks, receives. That's faith. So you come boldly. I'm going to ask today. And I'm going to receive. And my situation has got to be solved right here. If you believe it, be it unto you according to your faith. A lot of problems are going to be solved today. I really believe that. A lot of issues are going to be taken care of today. I dare you to come down. Don't come out if you don't think that God's going to do it. If you are hoping that God's going to answer my prayer, please sit back in your seat. Don't come out. Be respectful. But if you believe that God cannot lie and that you believe God is true to his word, then step out with boldness. As the scripture tells us, come boldly before the throne of grace. That you might find help. You get it today. Amen? Amen. If you ask anything, I will do it. I will do it. I have confidence, not in myself, but he is faithful to his word. And none of his word will fall to the ground. All you have to do is ask. But when you ask and you believe Leave this place like Hannah left, with a different attitude. Amen? If you were sad coming because of the problem, walk out of this place telling everybody, I know he's taking care of. If you have a father that can meet your need, and your father says, I'm going to give you $10,000 tomorrow, and you know he's a multi-millionaire, when you step out, guess what you tell? You haven't got the 10000 but you tell your friend, come tomorrow, I'll have $10,000. God's better than your daddy. Amen? And he can meet his word. And with this scripture here, John 16, verse 23, he says, and in that day, 
You see what that day is? Your day. Can you say it with me? Your day? It's your day. It's my day. Say it like you mean it. It's my day. It's my day. For my answer. It's your day. It's your day. In that day, you will ask. How many is going to ask this morning? You will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I'm going to assure you. I say to you, whatever, we got back again to whatever, right? Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will what? He'll give it to you. Why do we want to make it so complicated? So we can say, well, I really prayed. It's not your prayer. It's his word. I fasted. No, it's not that. He didn't do it for, your, for that. He said that the Father may be glorified in what? His Son. So, come down from that, your, I did all of this stuff. You did nothing. You just, all you did was ask. Why is that so difficult to do? But that's what God responds to. Amen? It says the Father will give it to you. And then listen to this. Until now. You've never tried this before. <laughs> You're going to try this morning? Everybody say, I'm going to try this morning. It says, until now, you haven't tried. You haven't asked. You have asked nothing in my name. You haven't really tried it this way. Well, why don't you try it today? Amen? It says, ask that you may receive. Notice there is no condition. Ask that you may receive. So if you don't ask, you may not receive. But if you ask, he'll receive. And why? He wants your joy for your peace. Your peace. It's the day of asking. Jesus says for us to know what makes for our peace. And today, tell yourself, I'm going to go get it from daddy. Amen? I'm going to go get it from daddy. And I guarantee you, he's right here. You can't see him, but he's here. And if you come believing, you're going to get it. Amen? Stand up with me. How many have obtained in your life? I need God to do this for me. If God does this for me, I believe. And you've heard this word. Not my words. His word. And you're serious. And you're going to get your miracle. Whatever that is. I don't care. Please come out from your seat and come and join me here. Come and join me here. You believe that God's going to answer this prayer? Then join me. If you don't believe, you can stay back. It's okay. God understands. But I really believe something is going to transpire here. I don't like pressure. It's got to come from your heart. It's going to come from your heart. And if it comes from your heart, that's the right thing to do. First thing we need to do is make sure... You know what I do? I gotta give you a secret. When things are tough for me, I don't I'm not sure if I can truly follow what God's telling me. I ask him to help me. But I tell him I'm willing. I don't have what it takes to be obedient to you, but in my heart I want to do it. 
So please help me. And guess what? He never fails. He never fails. Because when we ask, He hears us. He loves us and He loves you dearly. He does. He's our Heavenly Father. He loves you dearly. For some of us, this is going to be a new day for you. A new beginning. Tell yourself that. The old things are going to pass away by the finger of God Himself. And new things are going to begin. All I ask and all God asks, just believe me. Believing is trusting that He will do what He said He'll do. That's all. That's just faith. He's going to do that. Amen. I'd like you to tell God today what you really need from Him. It's His Word. He watches His Word. He and His Word, they are one and the same. And so I know without a doubt, miracles will take place right here today. And we'll be hearing and giving glory to God because God watches over His Word to make sure it comes to pass. Amen? Now, why don't you lift your hands up? You know, the Bible says when we lift our hands up, He looks towards us. He looks towards us. He looks down at us. So tell Him this morning what you came for. I don't know. He knows. Tell Him what you came for. And believe that things are going to change. It's going to be different from this very day. I have faith in God that this morning there are transactions. There are angels going back and forth to make sure your prayers are answered this morning. I have no doubt. God is answering prayers today. And He will get glory. And His Son will be glorified because of the answer to your prayer. He says in Psalm 65, To you, all men will come. You are God who answers prayer. All men will come. And that's what we are doing this morning. And He's here to answer our prayers. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. God, I believe. I have no doubt. Based on your word. And that's why we're here. Not through feelings. Not how we feel. We are trusting in your word. And your word alone. And we believe. That our prayers are being answered right now. According to your word. Our situations are changing. For the better. For the best. Our situations are changing. Right now. Because we have asked in the name of Jesus. Our situations are changing right now. For the better, for the best. Because of your word. It is our day today. And we receive from our God today. Every evil plan of Satan is canceled in our lives today. And every seed that Satan has sown is uprooted today. In the name of Jesus. And we are free. Our needs have been met. In the name of Jesus, we are being healed right now by the power of the blood of Jesus. We are children of the living God. Amen. Got to do something. Let's dedicate ourselves first to Him. Okay? We need to dedicate ourselves to Him. Me included. I want to serve Him. There's nothing more important to me in this life than to serve God. That's the most important thing. 
I live for that. I know a day is going to come, I'm going to go home if he tarries. But I want him to be pleased with what I'm doing here. Not about being a pastor. I want to serve God. And I want you to serve him with me. With a clear conscience. Love for one another. Deep love for your Christian brother. Making sacrifices for one another. Don't knock them down when they are already down. Speak words of encouragement. Embrace them. Don't criticize. We are all in this together. We are family. We love one another. Encourage one another. If that's your heart today, you have fulfilled this law. And God's going to answer your prayer. I have no doubt. God's going to answer your prayer. There's a new day today at the ark. Amen? Something new has come to us. And it's all God. And He gets all the glory. Can we, shall we dedicate ourselves? Tell Him, I'm giving everything. My thoughts, my heart, my everything. God, you can touch whatever I have at will. I give my time, my strength. My life, everything. I'm giving to you, Jesus. I'm giving to you, Jesus. I will serve you. God, I will serve you. With all of my heart. I will live for you. That's what this is all about. We have to live for God. We don't live for ourselves. He lived 33 years. Not one single day for himself. Or for me. I can give him a few days. I can I can. Father, we dedicate our lives to you today. We will serve. Grant us grace to serve you. Grant us mercy from heaven. And strengthen our lives and our hearts to do what is right before you. No man can live for God except through the Spirit of God. Fill us with your Holy Spirit so we live for you and love you dearly. Because you loved us enough to give up your life so we can live. Thank you, Lord. Now, what I want you to do is this. Nothing planned. I'm just going as I feel led. What you need to do now, thank God for the answer. Okay. Thank God for the answer. So lift your hands up and say, God, I know my prayers have been answered. Lord, I'm rejoicing. My prayers are answered. Things are going to change. Things have changed. I can serve you now, God. There is peace. There is supply from heaven. I have my needs met today. God, you are in my life. I will never know want. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Tell him, God, you are my shepherd. I shall not want. I have the joy of God because he says, ask that you might receive, that your joy might be full. So whatever is stealing your joy today is kicked out of your life and joy has come, joy unspeakable, full of glory. Because God has answered our prayers. Amen. God has answered our prayers. God has answered our prayers. 
We give him praise. We give him praise. Would you lift your hands up? Give him praise. Give him praise. Praise awaits you in the house of God. Praise awaits God in the temple, the house of the living God. And I tell you, as a servant of God, I feel like you are wholeheartedly giving yourself to God, and God's going to respond. Amen? God's going to respond in a big way, and you will be testifying to Him and giving Him praise. God bless you. We're dismissed. Turn around, greet one another, love one another, and our prayer partners will be here.